0: Welcome back to season
1: three of Twisted Times. This episode was actually pre-recorded on the 17 Live app. But don't worry, you guys can join us on the 17 Live app by jumping on our Instagram page and clicking the link tree, which will take you to the 17 Live app where you can
0: create an account and join us every week on the live sessions and ask questions to our guests and have a good time with us. So you can join us live and sip and laugh and hang. And okay, Ryan, I think they get it. Let's start the show.
1: What's up, Cece? I an accessory. Should I put on lipstick right now? You just jumped in here looking so cute. i if I'm gonna be in a ballerina flat for eight <laughs> oh, We're pivoting. This is juicy. I like that. we am gonna be able to drive. We just do, just that. do we that. that. I totally feel that. Are we, go. we good? Welcome to,
0: Twisted Time. welcome to Twisted Times. Welcome to
2: Twisted Times. T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0,
0: ignition, liftoff. Well, Miriam, welcome to Twisted Times live. <laughs>
1: We're back, y'all. And we have Miriam Hart here. If you don't know who she is, I don't know where you've been. Yeah, (laughs) Because I've been been? in my unorthodox life. And I don't know. I just adore you, Miriam. I just think that you're so, I don't know, you're just so lovable and you're also so intelligent and you've got this style about you and you just, you love your family. I don't know. You're just, you're just a dope younger sister. And Aww. quite the accomplished young lady. So thank, thank you for you. gracing us with your Gen Z time. Yes. Of course.
0: Of course. You can <laughs> always you. fit it in. <laughs> I know. I feel like the Gen Zers, they have time to do everything in a day. Wait, you are Gen Z, right? You are. We yeah, were yeah. I was born in 2000. I'm trying. When's the cutoff for you? What does it go into? I think I'm race? the first Gen Zer. The you're first the first.
1: Years. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're like the start of that.
0: You're the first. Yeah,
2: and I was born in January, so like really the cusp of it, you know. Uh,
1: ooh. So you, you just had a like birthday.
2: Capitorn? No, I'm Aquarius, and yeah, my birthday was like a week ago, about. So. Oh.
1: Happy birthday! So how old did you turn? Twenty-two. Ooh, ooh. Oh my God! We're yeah, twenty-two is my number, Miriam. Oh, so cool. I love- yes wait so you're 22 in 2022 like I guess like the sky is the limit for you this year what the hell yeah and I'll be
2: 23 in 2023 I'll be 74 in 2074
0: you go with the year so does my mom and my grandfather you're one of those that's a lucky yeah. that's your Ooh. lucky one you go mm, with the year special. it's so easy to remember the ones yeah. that go with the years their birthdays <laughs> I'm always impressed. totally with that. (laughs) Um, Okay. So Miriam, obviously, like we, I know we said this before we got on the show, but I'm so excited because you are the first person we've had on a live stream in a whole new way on our show. So you're like the perfect person to have on first because you're so like in the tech world. (laughs) We might ask you questions as we go here about I'm ready. (laughs) about this (laughs) app we're on even for that matter (laughs) you probably could make it better um (laughs) anyway but yeah no but anyway to kick it off we love to ask what you're drinking and ryan and i have our specialty drinks that we've come up with a very fun name for you specifically Mm, but (laughs) what are you drinking okay so i i thought we were making the drinks yes okay We are making them, but we didn't make them because our drink got really complicated. Like we needed a uh, stove. So, <laughs> so Well, so. I brought all my ingredients here, which okay. are
1: perfect. Which is amazing. Persecco, Ooh, Prosecco.
2: Slash, this is actually champagne, but it's supposed okay. which is the same thing, kind
1: of. Yeah. Close gin. That is my favorite. Oh. I've been going into gin this past year. That's delicious.
2: Yes, gin also this past year has been my, like, drink my go-to cocktail yeah only because my girlfriend she's like gin obsessed
1: and so now
2: I've been around it a lot now I'm like oh you know what I'm into this I'm into this and then I have lemon juice and simple syrup and so I'm wondering you guys what drink am I making oh what drink are
0: you making I don't know Miriam (laughs) what are you making (laughs) First of all, I love that you have Hendrix Gin. You're, like, so classy. <laughs> good for you. Um, I don't know, Miriam. You tell us. What are hey, you drinking?
1: What is that drink? This
0: feels like this is a combination between you and your girlfriend. So what is
1: it?
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's okay. good. So it's a Tom Collins, but
2: with a twist. Ooh. So the, twist, the Twisted Time twist is that um, – it's called a titty twister because it's a fucking love thing. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to curse on this. What? Are you I kidding add... me? We're
1: both from Jersey. Okay? okay. Like cursing, we grew up with it. And like we're fuck clear, was our first word.
2: So titty twister. And we're, we're cursed
1: fuck. fuck. So yeah. yeah.
2: It's a titty twister. Yes, my girlfriend and I did make it up. And instead of using, we don't believe in water in cocktails. So instead of using sparkling water in the Tom Collins, I add Prosecco. That's my bubbly the drink yeah Yeah. more alcohol so i will make it right now
0: as we're talking please make it
1: oh yes we want to watch this
2: you guys lower down but wait
0: can you put us lower so we can see how much you're putting because like i'm (laughs) a bit i i love champ well i like champagne i'm a big prosecco person so are you doing like more prosecco um i'm gonna do yeah i'm gonna do so i don't have any measurements
2: i'm just gonna eyeball it you know
0: that's how you do it that's
2: I think that's be fine. I'll like hold this up too. So like, like that feels right. That feels right actually.
0: <laughs> that feels <laughs> then, that feels really right. <laughs> and
2: then I'll add the the I'll add the lemon. Let me let me just do that. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. I like it lemony, so I'm going to really Is that
0: fresh squeezed lemon juice? Yes is that, it is. Like, oh, look at you. And this is a simple syrup. Make that shit sweet <laughs> oh you you really like that simple syrup <laughs> <laughs> yep yep
1: now no. shuffle it.
0: shuffle that shuffle shuffle it with the straw
2: oh is that eye a eye. is
0: that a um what straw is that it's a black straw is it a um <laughs> what do you call it hello we did work it's, with a straw company. Um, uh, St. Laurent, <laughs> actually.
1: So oh. you St. Laurent fucking straw, Miriam? Are you kidding me? Stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, it's like one of those like organic brands. And you know. she's like, no, it's YSL.
1: <laughs> it's a YSL straw, guys. Okay? But it's, a, straw. It a, it's a YSL straw. Is it gorgeous or a glass? It's, it's,
2: gla- it's, it's I don't ceramic know I mean, or something? It's like,
1: like metal.
0: It's hard. Metal, yeah, some sort of metal. Okay, so the twister with the YSL straw, Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) and then the champagne.
0: Oh, careful! Oh Oh, wow, you could be a bartender. Thank you. I do it in college. Oh, you do? There you go. Mm -hmm. That looks (laughs) really good. And I'm a little actually upset that we didn't make your drink. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very excited. Now this is a moment of truth, though.
2: Is it good? Oh wow. Yeah, it's good. Yeah.
0: Actually good. Yeah. That <laughs> looks really good. And I'm definitely going to make that. Those are like my two favorite things. I love gin and I love Prosecco. Mm, so this is perfect.
1: Delicious.
0: The titty twister. Um, okay, well, that's yummy with mm-hmm. the YSL straw. <laughs> I mean, not everybody has a YSL straw. I literally thought, because we worked with Simply Straws, I was like, oh, she has a Simply Straw. No, it's a YSL. Oh, next time, I'll next get some day. of them. Uh, we'll <laughs> send you some. <laughs> Great. Okay, Ryan. So, okay, I have a confession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we came up. Okay, so we have this lovely intern, Kitty, and she her boyfriend is a mixologist. So he, so for oh. this season, she's like, he's going to make these drinks for you. And then we're going to name them and they're going to be like in theme for our guest. And so we made this drink with them and we came up with a name and Ryan has the drink. And then I sort of am missing <laughs> a few,
1: <laughs> a few elements so because he, I created he lives in my Canada.
0: own version. And so I'll tell you mine after Ryan tells the real version of what it is. <laughs>
1: Okay, so if I could sing Mariah Carey right now, I would. But this is called The Heartbreaker. It is um, a little ways. bit of, mm. yeah, a heartbreaker. And it has um, rosemary with um, like a rosemary simple syrup. Ooh. And also in here is a little bit of 21 seeds, grapefruit, hibiscus. Mm. And then we have a little bit of lime seltzer. That's where I wear my green. Wow. to top it off
2: that sounds amazing
1: and then it's even like a little decorated with the rosemary the
0: it's oh,
2: kind of garnish
0: but ryan it. it was supposed to be grapefruit seltzer God. oh yeah
1: well you know we got to improvise oh yeah and there's also grapefruit <laughs> juice in here as well but i improvised and it's okay. lime seltzer because i just wanted to you know have you ever tried a pomelo what is a pomelo a, a a what's
0: a pomelo a pomelo
2: is a combination of grapefruit and apple, and it's, like, grapefruit but better. It's really good. Ooh. Where do you want that? And they're that? Giant, and they're in season in New York right now. You can get them in New York. They're in season, no. so you should go to your grocery store and buy them right now. They're only in season for, like, two months every year. What do these so, things
0: look like? Are they
2: big? I have. Should
0: I go get it? It's in the <laughs> fridge. Yes. I mean, we'll
1: wait. <laughs> we will. We will. It's okay.
0: What well, is big. it? Is it like big? I'm like it's big. Like... It's like the size of my head. No way. Uh, yeah. Shut up. Can you get it? Okay. <laughs> get wait. It. Go get it. Okay. <laughs> sorry. I think you can still hear me because you're in I... my ears. Oh, perfect. Can you hear you can me? Come with you to the kitchen. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just <laughs> okay. really need um... to see this thing. It's <laughs> actually like it's as big as your head. I'm envisioning it looking like a mango.
1: Oh my God, I can't wait to see this.
0: Also, like, who knew New York okay, had such exotic fruits?
1: <laughs> She's got it.
0: Where are they importing this thing from? Welcome to the world of Panama. <gasps> oh, my God, is- <laughs> oh my God. Do you see? It is the size <laughs> of your What is that thing? That is so big. <laughs> It's oh like my god. So good. It's so good. You really Ooh. have to try it.
2: Wait, so it's
0: like a grapefruit
2: and a what? An apple? It's, yeah, that's what I heard. I'm not sure if it's true. So don't quote me on Ooh. that. Ooh. So this but would be your first
1: time having it.
2: Yeah, it's like a sweet grapefruit. That's yeah. what it is. It's like the this, same texture, but sweeter. So it's really good. This
0: it is- has a little butt crack. That do you
1: see it? Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Where was that? It, it has a little- <laughs> <There> <laughs> it has- it an inappropriate pamillo <laughs> oh my god that is so funny I've never in my life heard of said fruit and I actually like was envisioning it being really small so the fact that mm. it's like a watermelon is <laughs> <laughs> but less beautiful it's like an ugly watermelon <laughs> yeah. I love it I love it oh my god thank you for entertaining us with the pomillo um, of course well I would just like to say that what happened here was is that <laughs> I so I don't have our 21 seeds tequila because they're not in Canada yet unfortunately and I'm living in Toronto for now and um anyway long story short I was going to do the drink with normal tequila and then I went and I bought white wine because I'm like a white wine freak and mm-hmm. then I was like oh like I want a drink the drink to be fun and so then I went and got oh <laughs> a kombucha this like rise rose looking kombucha and I did a little white wine on ice with a slab of like just a little bit of kombucha in there and then I put my little rosemary whatever in there and I just thought that was really cute and I love kombucha and wine I never put them together and actually it's very delicious so nice. I would highly recommend this for anybody looking for a nice refresher and we can call this like the heart Two heart breaker.
2: (laughs) No, I'm trying.
0: Heart squared breaker. Breaking up of two hearts at one. Heart squared breaker. Okay, well, guys, cheers. (laughs) This is super fun, Miriam. Cheers. Cheers. Sorry, I already drank half of it. (laughs) That's great. Okay, I'm removing my sprig.
1: It probably tastes like juice.
0: I don't want it. It it does taste like juice. Mine's really good.
1: Okay, Miriam, can I just get really quickly down to business? I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, let's
1: do it. Let's do it. NFTs. What Mm. the fuck, Miriam? What what is this? (laughs) Are we giving our money to like the internet? Mm Non-fungible tokens. That we just, this whole digital universe that exists, that like, like, why would a millennial who like learn from their parents to always invest their money in safe stocks and get a savings account. Why in the hell would you just like take money out of your bank account? Go like, yes, give me Ethereum and let me <laughs> buy something. Mm-hmm. Teach mm-hmm. me like help me understand Yoda me.
2: Okay. Okay. It's time to Yoda. Do you want me to Yoda? Should I do it? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Let's get down to it. So. Well, first off, I would never recommend anybody to invest in anything because you should talk to like, you know, people who advise on investing. So that's a personal decision always what you want to invest your money in. That's like my personal opinion. I personally don't invest money too much in general just because I think it's like a little bit like gambling, you know, and so I'm not into gambling and so it's not like my thing really. I would only make safe investments personally, so I'm not that risky when it comes to that. Um, but NFTs, I mean, if you want, either you can look at it in a way where it's like making a profit. A lot of people are doing that, where if you pay attention, it's like collecting art. It's like finding art that people don't know about too much that you think will be successful, buying it, acquiring it, and then selling it for a higher price once that artist is more successful. So that's one way of looking at it, where really it's about collectibles and, um, giving credibility to the people who created a, any sort of digital asset, like a piece of art or a drawing or anything that's digital, you can tie it to some sort of certificate that says this is an original. So then you can sell the originals or do anything you want with them. So that's really the idea behind what NFTs allow people to
0: do. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question yeah. about this? So. Me and my sister, she's a bit, she's like of your, your gen. And we got into this sort of thing. And I was like, NFTs, that's ridiculous. What is this? And I like, we got into like a full on like argument about these NFTs. And this was like a couple months ago. And I just was like, I don't get it. And then I afterwards, typically, like we'll get into an argument with someone and then like really reflect on my own opinion. (laughs) And then I was like looking up NFTs and I was like, this is actually a really interesting concept. But the one thing I don't really understand is like, Mm -hmm. where, where do you, so say I wanna buy an NFT. So like someone's digital asset and it's some yeah. emerging artist or whatever. And I want to buy their, their NFT. Right. And then yeah. I want to sell yeah. it. Where yeah. do I go to sell it? Let alone, where do I buy it? Like, where do I go? I, like don't open go to Sothe- I don't want to go to Sotheby's. Okay. Cause I know mm. they're doing like $2 million NFTs or whatever, but I'm not going <laughs> there. So like for just like the average me, where do I go?
2: Yeah, no, Ryan said it. OpenC. Dot something.io, dot I think is what it is. Uh, I oh. have an NFT on there actually that's I made. Yeah, I'll, I'll add it to the chat. Yeah, don't check it out. But um, OpenC super popular. That's like I would say it's the most popular. I wouldn't say it's my favorite one because they like the fee they take from people is kind of high, but it's at the cost ah. of. The experience. It's so easy to just like go on there, post an NFT, like mint an NFT is a terminology. Um and so that's why. So I think like it's a give and take, you know. Yeah. That's that's NFT Ooh, I need. Oh, let's um,
0: check this out.
2: Um, but yeah, there's OpenC, there's mintable.com, there's rareable.com, there's nifty gateway, there's all these
0: websites where you can buy and sell them. Whoa. So there, this, is this is like, amazing. what got you like specifically okay. into NFTs?
2: Um. Well, I'm just like a person who loves, so even when I was young, I was interested in like technology, computers. And as I got older, my interest morphed into whatever seemed cool in the tech world. And so like when I was 17, I was super interested in artificial intelligence and I interned at <laughs> neuroscience department at UCSF to learn more about like cognitive AI you know yeah and then now and then it turned into blockchain and then I went to Stanford and I kind of took a pause on like just exploring and just learning school stuff and now that I'm like graduating I got back into like what interests me which is this emerging technology of blockchain plus another thing that interests me is quantum computing so those two are like where I like stick my tentacles on of like what's going
0: on things like that. Oh my god, you just said like five words I don't understand.
1: My mom calls <laughs> yeah. this generation, I'm sorry to say, my mom my mom calls you guys alien. She's like these kids are from space. They're born knowing how to use cell phones and swipe and type in passcodes. What? Did you just say Miriam?
0: Wait, okay, what? I we I just want to like I wish that I could have like we can like edit this episode later and like do some pauses and like inserts of like definitions for those. So, I'm going to try to just tackle at least this one word cuz this okay. is truly I, I I'm actually Miriam, I'm really I find it to be like incredible that this is something that that really interests you and that you've been doing for a while and like computer science in general like i i feel like back when i was younger it was like computer science like what's a computer like that's just not but i feel like now the way that everything's evolved it is a very it is very interesting and i'm actually like incredibly jealous and envious of your knowledge oh. um and i want just truly want to understand more so um blockchain what is that is that a chain of blocks like i don't understand what that is Okay, so I'll explain it. So in a simple way, you don't have to go crazy.
2: Okay, super simple. Um, pretty much, a blockchain is a way to allow something to be reliable. And what I mean by that is, if let's say you say to you said to Ryan, um, "Can I stay by your house? Can we have a slumber party?" Okay, mm-hmm. on Saturday night. And she said yes we can then okay you come saturday night and you have your like pillow and you're at her house and you're ready you know with your toothbrush and she's like what are you doing here i never said you can come you have to go and you're like no you told me that i can come we had this conversation and then she'd say well you have no proof you know i don't know that this is true so what the blockchain does it actually has it allows all interactions to be proven and for there to be hmm. trust between two parties that something happened oh. and that's really powerful. It's actually really powerful. Uh, and that's why there's all these things people are thinking about, oh, if the blockchain can do that then what can we do with blockchain? So that's kind of like how people are thinking when they develop new projects is that now that we have trust what can we do with that? Um, mm. And so that's like the like deep bit of the like conceptual way to explain it And then Hmm. I can explain the technical side of how trust is built, like what makes those components reliable. So I can go into that if you want, but that's like why it's so cool and why it's so powerful is because there's no one entity saying this is real and this is fake. It's all computers working together to actually make this one system work and be reliable.
0: Was there a time where blockchain did not exist and there was no trust and there was no like reliability?
2: Yes, so that was before Bitcoin was announced. I think Bitcoin was announced in early, like 2011, I could be mistaken, but around that time. Um, and this person, Satoshi Nakuyomo or whatever his name is, he released a white paper on Bitcoin in this, this technological concept of a way to set up a system in which it doesn't run on one computer, but you need multiple computers to run it. And that's really what gives blockchain validity and truthfulness is that it's not running on one computer it's little computer programs running on millions of different devices to really create this form of trust that can't be broken when all these computers work together they're the most powerful computer in the world and that's why the five most powerful computers in the world can't break this system because with all these computers working together it's unbreakable uh and so this person created in 2011 pretty much the technology behind how to set up the system. He set it up, people got on board and started, you know, running the blockchain, the different proof of works, it's called, but you don't. Know, that doesn't matter They're pretty much running the blockchain on their computers. Uh, and it just built up and built up and built up and then it became
0: unbreakable. So, yeah. So Ooh. do you think the computers are going to replace people? Because they sound very powerful. (laughs) Listen, it's happening.
1: It's gonna be a a a a united world. It's gonna be like Star Wars.
0: It is really (laughs) weird to me how like AI and like how that part part of technology is like slowly creeping into even the person's life who's like so anti that happening. It's becoming more and more like in us. I mean, it's just, it's kind of, it's like, I just remember this Disney movie called Smart House when I was younger. Mm -hmm. And I was like, a house that talks to you, that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It like has its own personality, but it's, I mean, these, these AIs, is that what you call them? They're getting very, very smart, Mm -hmm. which kind of freaks me out a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. could you outsmart me? Is that possible? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: I don't know. Yes, they do. They do. The answer is always yes. I feel like computers are smarter than us.
2: You know, I, think I think it depends. I think like if I'd say for math, maybe, yeah, they'll probably solve right. equations equation faster than you. But if you say to a computer, like, I want you to get my shoes from the hall, that's actually really difficult because they have to know like what your shoes look like, where your hall is, how to get them. Uh-huh. Like, there's actually intuitive thinking is hard for computers. They're very logistical. You have to to say two steps forward, two steps to the right, three steps out direction, bend down, pick up, you know, right. So actually humans are still kind of smarter in that
1: way. This is that moment, like in a movie when you are like fighting off, like you see like, like the computers and the robots coming at you and all of a sudden you like you reflect on what Miriam just said, like there's cognitive things that computers cannot do. They cannot, they don't see your hallway. Oh, wow,
0: that's a good see your point. Shoes. Oh my God. I just,
1: I see like, that was a fucking moment. Cheers to that, <laughs> Miriam. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Cheers. But wow. what I am also like absolutely blown away with is your, now I need to understand this. You've okay. created apps, okay? And some, I was looking on your website and it's like what I've made. And I'm reading this. I'm like, she didn't make this. (laughs) This is crazy. (laughs) Like I, I just find that like, and what, cause you're talking about logic and like, like logical, like step-by-step things, like what you did for your, for your school at Stanford for people to find upperclassmen if like they're lost or something like that, like that, is that an app that you, you created that app?
2: Mm -hmm. Cardinal Connect. Yeah. That's what it's called.
0: That's so cool. I feel like there's so much power in this ability to create apps. We have so many apps now. Like if I look at my phone, it scares me. I'm like, oh my God, Mm. another app. Like there's so many apps. Like, oh, there's an app for that. Like that's like the new... Way. And so I'm yeah. just wondering, like, do you take a class for this or is this something that you've also is just this all obviously kind of falls in line with everything else that you're doing, but you also are, are these things that you're just creating on your own, or are they is you're actively trying to create apps and sell them? Is this like what what's the thing behind the apps?
2: Okay, so thing behind the apps is first I just made one when I was 13 because I thought it'd be cool to make an app for my school. And I, it's the crazy thing, and this is—I promise you, this is true—is that the after the app was already on the App Store, I still didn't know how to code. Okay, so I completely built an app, and this is in 2013. So this is when, like, it was actually like really hard to make an app. Now it's still hard, but like it was harder then to get apps approved and code, and the mm-hmm. language was harder and completely different. They actually changed the language to build iOS apps. Um, and so the entire app I built by Googling how to make an app, how to add a button in an app, how to add a button that takes you to a map in an app. You know, like I would literally just Google that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. And then there'd be a guy saying, if you want to create this a view that has a list and you can scroll on it, you have to write this line of code. And so then I would write that line of code and hope that it worked. And that's the first app I built. I actually didn't know how to code until... Three years after I built an app,
0: which is kind of crazy. Oh, my God. So you're like a self-taught app creator that then obviously took it to the next level. But like, basically, that is like such a benefit that you guys have when you're that age that you can actually kind of Google step by step, like how to do something like that Mm -hmm. and create the app. And you were 13. Yeah. To me, it was, like,
2: learning how to play guitar. It was, like, I want to learn, like, how to make origami. So I just Google on YouTube how to make origami. Like, I did that. And so then an app, I was, like, I want to make an app.
0: Let's Google Uh how to make an app. And then start from there, you know? We're, were like, was your family, like, your community around you just, like, she made an app? Like, what was their, (laughs) like, response to your just, like, incredible progressive computer techie mind?
2: Well, I would say that like, so I, so since I was in a very like religious fundamentalist community, all, most of the things I did were kind of like all my brother's computer in my house. People didn't really know I was like Googling things. That wasn't really, that's not what girls did. They didn't spend their times on YouTube learning how to break dance. you know, like that's what yeah. I was doing when I was younger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> Uh and so when I I remember when I would I went to my school like the office and I asked them can you give me like the schedules of every every grade in my school because I want to put it in the app. And they're like no. <laughs> like you're not actually going to do that. We don't believe you. And so they were being very difficult. They weren't helping me by giving me the information I need to actually build an app for my school because they didn't think that I was capable of doing that. Mm. Uh and then just one day I was like, "Oh, it's on the App Store." And then everybody got no. like and they were like, oh, this is cool. Can you add this now? And I was like, yes,
0: but you have to pay me $100. <laughs> there
1: you go. No. There you go. Oh, pay me. Oh,
0: my God. Was this the school that came to you and told you they wanted you to add things onto the app? Yeah. So that was like the first, my, my religious school that I went to. That was like, oh, now we want you to add all these things.
1: Wow. Um,
0: holy. That is just, that's impressive. That's yeah. also like kind of crazy. I mean, I feel like your ability to, you can like break into things. You, like, I was watching, well, okay, well, we could take a pivot here. Um, so I've become like obsessed with my unorthodox life. Yay. <laughs> I mean, listen, I well, first of all, because someone was like, have you seen I was like, Oh yeah, I saw it. I saw it. Like, cause I, I was getting it confused. And I'm sure this has happened before with um unorthodox, unorthodox. You know, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The series. And that was so heavy and like really yeah. great, but I just I don't even think I could get through it. It was really hard to watch. And I was like, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. No, the reality show. I'm like, what? They're like, it's like the Kardashians, but not. And I'm like, what is this? And so (laughs) I started watching it and I was like, what is going on here? (laughs) Like, first of all, your mother, I mean, I find it to be, she's incredibly inspiring. Um, I mean, Mm -hmm. to have, and, and your family as a whole. And, but what I find to be just really really interesting is your relationship with your mom i mean you have a really close relationship with her Mm -hmm. and has it always been like that like have you guys you guys seem like like it almost feels like you know like she i was like i don't want to give anything away for people who haven't watched it so how do i do this well it just seems (laughs) like she (laughs) she she like trusts you a lot, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, you guys are very close. And I'm just curious if mm-hmm. it's always been like that, like since you guys were young or if you ever had sort of times of friction in your life. I know my mom and I like fought like crazy when I was in high school. And then we really get along now and we're like best mm-hmm. friends. But I was just wondering, cause it's just, I feel like your relationship with your mom like is so, is so great. I mean, like even there's like this one mm-hmm. thing that she says, she goes, she goes, no. What did she say? Like, no, you're not, you're like, oh, I'm bi or whatever. she's like, no, you're not bi. Like, you're not, not whatever, you know? And I was like, oh, like what? Like your mom, I get give her a big hug. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she yeah. just seems like she sees you very clearly. And like, that's not, I mean, I'm sure that's common with some people, but I find that like, even not coming from like a, a really strong culture or like anything where they aren't accepting or whatever that is. I just feel like you guys are just very close. And so I'm curious if that's always been that way, I guess.
2: I mean like I remember so she left my community um when I was 12. So she just kind of like one day she took me with her for a second and then I went back to the community and then she was traveling a lot and starting to build her own shoe brand. And I'm like in this fundamentalist community. I don't know anybody outside of it really. And now there's my mom, like, who I saw every single day. I'm seeing her, like, once a week or then once every two weeks or things like that. Uh, And so it was a big change in the beginning. And I remember I had a lot of people, because the community, especially, like, like, religious ones, everybody knows each other. Like, they all talk to each other. So I had a lot of people come up to me and be like, are you okay? Like, I know what's going on with your mom. I know she's, like, not in their community right now or things like that. Um, and they are all like pitying me, you know, and like, I'm so sorry. And for some reason, and I still to date can't really say why I felt this way, but for some reason I wasn't upset at her and Mm -hmm. I really could have been because I was 12, you know, and all of a sudden my mom's not making dinner anymore. She's, she's not with me at my school, you know, she's just not around as much and she was traveling and doing all these things, but for some reason I wasn't upset at her and I was okay with what she was doing and like even today I'm still confused as to why I was okay with it but I think there was something in me that knew that she had to be doing what she was doing somehow yeah. somehow I knew that like what she was doing was okay and then this time obviously I wasn't I was 12 but like I wasn't super close to her in the sense that like we talked about everything I didn't know what was going on in her life I had no idea I didn't know who her friends were. I didn't know what she was up to. Randomly, she would call me and she'd be like, oh, I'm in India, you know, and like things like that. And mm. she would come home with like tons of gifts for me and my little brother. Um, but I didn't I, I didn't speak to her that frequently, but I only really became close to her, like super close to her after I left myself. Uh, and so that was when I was 16 and I wasn't even finished high school yet, but I stopped being religious. On my own, and I just couldn't be there anymore, frankly. Yeah. I just couldn't sit in the schools that I, and study reasons as to why, you know, like women are less than men, because I was reading that every day, like biblical text that says, men would say, Thank you, God, for not making me a woman, and women would say, Thank you, God, for not making me a slave. And this is what we would say every single day. Uh, and so there's clearly a dynamic of like women are less than, and I just couldn't be there anymore. And so once I left, I guess I was in, I was in San Francisco studying computer science and my mom, she was doing fashion and shoes and all those things. And so she would be frequently in LA. Uh, and so whenever she went to LA, I would go see her. And so that was actually a lot of the time she would come visit me in San Francisco. And now that I'm like more grown up, that's when we really just became super like close and like friends and like best friends because Mm -hmm. we started hanging out, you know, and I was older. Uh, and so, and I think, I think for her, one of the reasons that she trusts me so much is because I trusted her when I was really young. And she would say to me, like, thank you for not being upset at me when I was 12. She'd say, thank you so much for supporting me and what I'm doing. Like, I can't, I wouldn't have been able to, I wouldn't be able to be here right now and be okay if you weren't okay with it. Like, I remember she would say that to me on the phone and I would say to her back, like, no, you do you. If this is where you have to be, then be there, you know? Uh, and so I think maybe that's why for her, she's always felt so comfortable with me. It's because I've always supported her and I can say the same about her. She decided somehow that it was okay to let me leave my whole community, move by myself to San Francisco and pursue computer science and join a college and finish high school there. Like somehow she decided that I was, I was mature enough to do that. And thank God she did that because that allowed me to get to Stanford and really, you know, build myself up. And be amongst people who have these mindsets that you can do anything if you want to. Uh, And so I think it's this mutual trust that we have for each other that really creates this bond that just will never be broken.
1: That is so beautiful. And that's often like not a place that you arrive at until you're much older than you are, which I think you're so lucky to have at your age. That's to understand your parent. Yeah, so young is a beautiful thing thank you wow wow wow
0: yeah it's it's just so it's crazy also that like you've had the support of your mom because I think having that support having a parent like I I lost my dad when I was 13 and so I Mm -hmm. like so I but I was the oldest and I I feel like I was butted heads with my mom a lot but then when we but but she one thing she did like she really encouraged. She was like, you need to get out of. I mean, I I did not have any sort of I did not go through what you went through. I'm not from that at all. But I think she recognized that I needed to go somewhere and do something else and supported that. And I I think to this day, like I feel like it is, it's that like mutual, like you know, respect for one another. And I think that I see that with you and your mom. And I think it's really. Mm. It's really great. And she supports you a lot, which is wonderful. I mean, it's just really, um, yeah. I mean, and I feel like that probably trickles down to you because you're also really trying to empower other women. I mean, with tech, right. especially, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this, this NFT that you created is really, really beautiful.
0: Hey guys, for all of those listeners new to our show, we wanted to take a quick 30 second break to go back into our past episode archives with Rolling Stone editor Brittany Spanos, who since this interview has been doing cover stories for Issa Rae, Lady Gaga, and so many more. Here's a quick soundbite. For the full episode, head back to season one.
2: And I was very much (laughs) the same way. I was like, I love boy bands. Like when I loved a boy band, I had to learn
0: everything about them.
1: I don't know. Do I even describe Ryan, it for are you people looking or do I just it right
0: now? I know I tried to put it, oh my gosh. In, I tried to put it's beautiful. it in. I was yeah. like, how can I drop this into the stream? But I think Miriam would probably it's
1: like. It. It's very beautiful, like time-lapse of all these different places and nature and places around the world and weather conditions. It's, it's really beautiful.
2: But you know, what's really cool about it is that it does none of those places exist. It's all made with AI.
1: Stop. Bye Miriam, bye. Okay. This Stop. Zoom call is over. everybody. thank you so much for coming on the show. Miriam's this show. Miriam, this is my another Okay, so tell me something. What is going on with SpaceX? Are we going up there? Is it going to be like Wally? <laughs> okay, tell
2: actually, me. It is it is on my bucket list to go to space. So I do plan to go there in my lifetime. So that's that's happening.
1: <laughs> that's going to happen for you. 2022, <laughs> put that new universe girl, you're going to get it.
0: If but you, I need to know
1: what this place is, and Miriam, are we going,
0: <laughs> Miriam? If you become an astronaut, my question is: Okay, here it goes. If you become an astronaut, what the hell is your spacesuit gonna look like? Because I feel like you're gonna look so cute. Because I feel like your style, you're just like the swankiest 22-year-old I've ever seen with your little platform shoes and your matching suits. I'm like, what is going on here? Like, what would you wear? Like, what's your ideal like going to space outfit?
1: You're yeah, yeah. gonna be crazy. You're gonna be like eight feet tall. Yeah,
0: no, no. I think honestly, I tell you, astronaut
2: is my favorite style, actually. This, oh. is I say. This, is, this, is, this is true.
1: This is that's an aesthetic.
2: It I didn't is. know that Miriam. it really is it really is so I have this like jacket it's like shiny silver it gives me astronaut vibes like I fucking love it you know like mm. so if I was in space I would wear my astronaut suit would be the silver it would be silver but it'd be reflective and when it reflects it has like the rainbow on it you know like that that color rainbow so that would
0: be what I would go for yeah Oh, I that. love a rainbow. Oh, yeah. I saw you in my unorthodox life. You had on these cute little silver shorts. And I was like, look at those little moon shorts. You are. You're like a little. Moon you
1: shark. are a little oh, astronaut.
0: You are an astronaut. It all makes sense now. You're a NASA person. I can't wait till they're like, and Miriam Hart is going to space. And she created an app to get us all there, too. <laughs> it's going to
2: be so fun. I
0: can't wait. Um, wait. So this is so exciting. I had another question for you and I'm like, yeah, blanking on what it was. Oh yeah. No, I actually, I had a, this like, sorry, we're like all over the place today, but, um, but um, yeah, I was also wondering, you know, with my unorthodox life, how did this show like come to you guys? Were you guys, did you, were you like super like, yeah, like let's do this show? Or was it something that your mom was, kind of thinking of doing without you guys or how did that all how did that all come about
2: No, yeah honestly it was my mom she felt like she had a story that she wanted to share with the world she thought this would be a great way to do it and so she did it she met the people she made it happen and so it was really her idea and
0: her fruition yeah do you ever feel like kind of I don't know I always feel like if with reality tv and having yourself out there so much I don't know, is that hard for you to be so vulnerable and or no, or are you kind of just embracing it?
2: I think season 1 it was like very new. So yeah. I like was trying to understand how much I want to be open with the world, you know, like how much I want to give. And I gave a certain amount, a lot, you know, and then I didn't know how the world would receive it. Mm-hmm. And once the show came out, I just got thousands of DMs of people saying, like, thank you. And just, like, Uh, representing Jewish queers, you know? And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that was a thing. Um, (laughs) Oh, I'm sure it's a thing. (laughs) Yeah, but I didn't think about it. And so, like, getting those messages really made me feel, like, give just some sort of validation to what I did. had a good cause and a good reason to it. And so now, like, season two is going to be, it just is so much more open because I now I feel more comfortable, like, I don't have to get past that barrier. I know that me being myself is actually well received. And so now I can right. like, be myself plus some things I'm struggling with, you know, and some things that like, are legit and real in my life that yeah. I'm, I'm excited to, to share with people genuinely. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like going to be another layer of who I am, I guess. Yeah.
1: I'm really curious to know, because I feel like you've been very sure of yourself for for like a while like I feel like you have a really not maybe not sure of yourself but have a great self-awareness
2: mm-hmm.
1: how much has your life shifted or has been affected by your queerness how does it mm-hmm. how you move through the world how you move through the tech world like I just want to know about that that side I, of it.
2: yeah yeah, no, no, that's a great question, and I have a great answer for you, too, because this is something that I've thought about a lot, actually. Um, so, this might time. I don't know if this is this will come through well, but I think when I realized that I was bisexual or queer, I like to say queer, honestly, because I don't know, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that it kind of broke this perfect picture of what society is and what society should be you know like growing up we we're taught that there's a prince charming and there's a princess that there's a way that a relationship should exist in the world and mm-hmm. not just a relationship but a world you know like once this relationship that so there's a family there's a structure there's this dynamic and so I grew up learning that dynamic uh, and learning how people should act and exist and then by once I like really accepted that I love women, you know, like that breaks the shell and that breaks the way that society is supposed to function in my mind. Uh, And once that happened, it's actually really powerful because then it made me think that, well, if I've been taught my entire life that I'm supposed to love a man and clearly that's not true for me, clearly I can love women too, then what else is flawed? What else have I been taught that isn't true? and so me being queer actually enabled me to question things I've already accepted in ways I've never before Mm. which is it's so empowering honestly I'm so yes yeah I'm so grateful for that because now I get to really take a step back for everything and decide do I really feel this way why do I feel this way does that make sense you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so mm-hmm. it really is freeing because I'm not constrained to what society says is right and wrong. I get to decide for myself and question the real, the real thing that queerness gave me is I now question whether this is right or wrong. Uh, and so that's what being queer really enabled me to do and change my perspective.
1: So, yeah. Wow. Yes. Yes. Miriam.
0: I love being queer.
1: <sighs> yeah. It's great. But, and I feel like queer people, especially young queer people have a very, I don't know, like this very beautiful acceptance of, of what is, and just a way of looking at the world. And it just, it allows you to shift the world differently and see people differently and Mm -hmm. it colors everything. Oh my God, Miriam
0: i was i was talking with my partner so we were having a conversation about this yesterday and we were like well we were just kind of i don't know it was one of these like conversations you're talking about pronouns really and i started thinking like where we're headed in the in the world and like i i feel like this could be maybe just my bubble that I'm living in but I'm feeling though as though um we are moving towards a place that in like say 100 years from now or something like that it's almost like you defined yourself as one thing like you fit into a box like what like who does that you know like it was it's almost like Like you're, you said like she, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like we Mm
1: -hmm. could be
0: moving in this direction because Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's almost like, I don't know, but it feels like more recently. And I don't know if this is in my own life (laughs) that I found this to be true, but I think with society that it's like, we've lifted this thing open that has allowed people to be more honest about who they are and Mm -hmm. express themselves more truly and be accepted not everybody, but like, you know, and I, I think it's, I think it's a very interesting thing. And I think what, what's really giving me a lot of hope is these younger, like the Gen Z generation and the the kids even younger than that, like in Mm. like much younger, like 10 Mm. year olds that are, you know, saying that they don't want to identify a certain way or whatever, and Mm. kind of going against yeah, so I, I think it's it's very nice to hear you talk about queerness in that way. Because
1: queerness is very, it just, like, looks at a person from, like, a very, it look, it's very, like, a, a, am I a little drunk? Let me just, maybe I'm a little tipsy. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Shit, Miriam, damn. I lost my fucking train of thought, and I'm sorry, sometimes <laughs> I smoke a little bit of the stoop, so. You know, here we are. Sometimes I can't but, tell if
0: Brian's like kind of stoned <laughs> and I'm like, are you there? Uh, <laughs> um,
1: What were you but saying? Yeah, I, I was just Sorry. saying that I feel that it's it, queerness looks at an individual from a, from like straight ahead. Like you're not, you're not reading into sex. You're not reading into what you're in. It's really just the individual as a whole what you what your passions are what you what you how you operate like I don't know it's not I'll talk about this at some other time when my brain yeah, it's not about is gender gathered. it's you not know. about fucking gender it's not
0: yeah I agree but uh, thank I, you Miriam for
1: simplifying
0: line <laughs> <it's laughs> for me it's
1: not about gender it's not
0: about sexuality <laughs> It's not about any of that. It's um, about
1: love. It's about the person. It's about love. It's about, it's about yes. love.
0: But, you know, I just like labels are created for other people. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Um. Hey, so I just wanted to say like, you have a girlfriend. And um, how long have you been with her? <laughs> i
1: just going to jump in there.
0: I just, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a so good We talk about love, girlfriend. Well, I guess <laughs> you have this girlfriend. You came up with a titty twister, like, such an exotic beverage. And, <laughs> And I just wanted to know, like, how long have you guys been together? And when did you, where did you meet her? So uh, I met my
2: girlfriend about 10 and a half months ago. Ooh. Who's counting?
0: Who's counting? Um, 10, <laughs> 10 and a half months and two days.
2: 10.35 days. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah. um, and we met through Hinge. The true, true story is that I was living in Utah with some friends, and they all had, like, people that they were with, and I was just, like, single, Miriam, all, like, like snowboarding, but, like, corny, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And so everyone was, like, getting their energy out except me. And so when I came back to New York, my goal was to have sex with a girl. I was feeling girl (laughs) energy. (laughs) (laughs) That's a vibe. Damn right,
1: Miriam, always.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and so... So then that was my goal for one week. Then I was going to leave after that week. So I had like one week to like really do this, you know? And um I was Wow, you apps. really put
0: the pressure on. <laughs> yeah. I have one week. Get to work. One week to do this. <laughs> Go me uh, So
2: yeah, I'm swiping, you know, doing my <laughs> thing, making sure that my photos are good and all this, <laughs> all this stuff. And then there's Got her mood suit like, on. Exactly. There's this girl who's like, I want something about Disney Plus, like she wants Disney Plus or something, like she wants to watch on that, and I was like, oh, I have Disney Plus, <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I'm like, there's this new movie called Disney Spy Plus, and the Dragon Slayer, <laughs> I
0: know
2: we should watch it together I heard it's good I heard it's really good and so she's like yeah let's do it and so I'm like mm, mm, mm. and so that, the gentleman in me the gentleman in me is like <laughs> I'm like but let's get drinks first I know a place I know a place and so then we go get drinks <laughs> oh my god and then she comes back to my place and we watch Rye of the Dragon and then about, we about
0: about about that
2: Disney plus yeah it's kind of like Watching and fucking, like you know, they come you know, at the
0: same time. <laughs> it's, of um,
1: it's Netflix and chill, but different.
0: Netflix, but, different. but AI. Thank you. <laughs> Are you real? No. <laughs> and yeah, and then and then that was that, and then so, I saw her like, again and again and again and again. Oh, my God. So that just like quickie turned into like a, a long, a longie. <laughs> a longy.
1: She's and she's quite tall. No pun intended about longy, but she is <laughs> she, rather she tall. She
0: is tall. She's you did a really funny level. like you did a funny video of like you grabbing socks or something. And she's like, the <laughs> perks of having a tall partner. It's like, oh. like, oh, that's so good. She grabs your socks off the high shelf. She is tall. That's good. How tall is she? How
2: tall are you? I'm five. uh, This is actually a very sensitive topic for me. Oh, okay.
1: I'm sorry. We don't have to talk talk about it. We don't talk about it. How tall are you in
2: your mind?
1: (laughs) No, no, no. Because
2: I recently, I thought I was five, too. I thought that for like a year. I thought that. And then I recently measured myself and I'm not. I'm below that. (laughs) No. (laughs) Wait. um, That's why why it's a little sad right
0: now because I'm a little emotional about it. Listen, Judy
1: Garland was little. Okay, yeah. she's a powerhouse.
0: How was she she was yeah. little. Yeah, she's she was. She was like
1: We're not even to talk about how little she was. Can yeah, I tell you when no, I was you're, you're in? You're good you're I, in good I company.
0: I'm strong. You're you know, strong. Oh yeah. Like, and you kind of build at her. Oh, yeah, there you go. And you yeah. have platform what? sneakers. Exactly. <laughs> Hello. So that's all again. Didn't, and she's she, Sorry. No, how tall is she? She's she's like 5'10" about. No. 5'10"? Yeah, Ooh, yes. she, she's tall. Miriam's
1: yeah, got a I'll supermodel. Oh, Everybody
2: supermodel. thinks that
1: and I'm okay with it. <laughs> I know you are with your power suits.
0: <laughs> oh my God, with your power suits. I know, she's like, don't fuck with my supermodel. Oh my God, I love it. A nice pants suit. Yeah, I love how on you have on this website, you're like on your website, you're like suits. I'm like, Or no, was it suits? I think, no what do you have the matching outfits? Oh, the sets. Sets. I was like, Ooh, (laughs) look at her sets. I was like, this is how it's got to go sets. I need to like organize my closet into sets. Brian, I feel like you would have sets.
1: Um, yes, it's organized by sets and colors and also like collars. I'm I'm not OCD at all.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, wait. We have a few questions from our um, audience that I was going to ask. We won't go crazy here. Um, okay. So we can open this up to them since it's been almost an hour. Okay, I like this. What would you want to tell your 13-year-old you? Mm.
2: Um, Take a shower <laughs> and... <laughs> get a set <laughs> honestly honestly brush your hair put uh, on pants and what else i would tell my 13 year old me that i'm beautiful that's nice. and that i should be nicer to my friend goldie
0: <laughs> oh my god mm-hmm. were you mean to goldie
2: yeah she's still my friend though so it's okay we've talked about it we've done, we got past that That's awesome.
0: Were you, were you like, were you kind of, were you like, what, what kind of mean were you? I feel like you weren't really mean. (laughs) I wasn't really mean, but like, I was in like this friend or me, another Miriam
2: and Goldie. And she was just like, like the, the joke in the, in our friend group was to like kind of make fun of her and she was in it too. But then looking back, I felt bad about that. And so I've apologized to Goldie since then and she's forgiven me, but but we've gone past it. But now looking, like looking back, I would say be nicer because it
0: wasn't, I could have been nicer. Oh God. You're a Good that's, egg, Miriam. That's really nice. <laughs> I have, you. I need to mend some fences. Is that the way? <laughs> <laughs> I what is it? Mend fences? Is yeah, it- yeah, 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 yeah. I just know
1: that song Desperado, but <laughs> why don't you, you're you out building fences. I feel yeah.
0: like that's so hard because high school's so hard, I find, because that's a time where you're growing. And I have a lot of anger towards high school still, I think. I'm like, I feel like we grew up in a time where we couldn't really like be ourselves fully. And I didn't like yeah. that. And I like, was like, like in yeah.
1: Seventeen Magazine, we were just reading all the quizzes and like all the questions like, uh, what do you look for in like, a man? If you went to your friend's house, what were you doing if you went into like her brother's room it's like i want to fucking go into maybe her sister's room mm-hmm. like what the hell like what is it i don't know we
0: we grew up in such like a like a really like straight time I so no like.
1: straight painfully especially, straight especially like i feel
0: like for women i feel like yeah. you sort of present a certain way like and they're just like oh yeah of course you're sleeping with men okay what if i don't want to do that um, mm. anyway, so yeah, so that was really good. I like your answer to that. And Goldie. Goldie. Okay, what's another one. Um what's something? Okay, oh, I like this. What's something you've always wanted to try, whether it be food, a place to go, an activity that you've always wanted to do.
2: Mm-hmm. So I say besides going to space.
0: Um... <laughs> oh yeah, we already
2: <laughs> talked about that. Let's
1: yeah. so not forget about that.
2: That's on my mind. Oh, you know, I hear. I have a good one. I've always... Well, I, I will see if it happens. I don't know, but I do want to shave my hair at some point in my lifetime. Ooh, yeah, like shave. Kind of, like, it doesn't completely? have to be bald. No, no, just like I want it to be like a boy cut. You know, like something that can like run my fingers through my hair and just not have bald hair. Because like, my entire life I've had hair, and I want to see what it's like to not. Miriam, I like, like that, that vibe on you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have a friend. I call them Colmar and they have like the dopest haircut ever. I can totally see this vibe on you. Thank you. Yeah, Miriam. Let's, let's see
0: this. But you know, my partner, she's like, you know, she's very like masculine presenting. uh, Mm -hmm. And, um, but she's got this, she's so hot and she's got this beautiful hair that's like here probably. And she's Italian (laughs) and just, so attractive, like a Johnny Depp, but uh, a woman and she, I'm happy for you. yeah, <laughs> thanks. You know, it's like my biggest accomplishment. Um, and so, so anyway, but she cut her hair like last year, like during COVID uh, and she's like, I just want to cut it all off. I was like, yeah, babe. Like, I don't know, like your hair. Cause I love her hair, but it actually doesn't really go with her vibe because she's like really <laughs> masculine. So it kind of made sense. She wanted to cut her hair, but then she cut it and like, got so upset because it was way too short and like way shorter than she wanted it to be. And she, I was like, but I thought it still still looked great, but it was like too short. And I was like, maybe you should have been a little more clear with when you were getting your haircut because you Mm -hmm. can't get it back now. So yeah, just like heads up when you cut it. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, oh my God. Um, Okay. And Kitty,
1: our our intern Kitty has also noted that she also has a uh, side shave. And it's awesome, but it's a little annoying to keep up with. So mm. just in case.
0: Side shave. Like what is it? Yeah, that, like, like it's like it's like
1: buzz, like the side of Kitty's yeah. hair is like buzzed all here. Yeah. Oh my god, I have
0: Ooh. a face. <laughs> um okay, I have a question for you because I want to know. I actually <laughs> I read this in the back of a teen magazine because we were playing with this idea of asking guest questions from the back of teen magazines but I actually really liked this question for you. Um, So in 10 years, where could you see yourself?
2: I don't know. I mean, like, can't predict. Don't know what will happen. I'm also very spontaneous. so That's why I really don't know. But if I had to say right now, like what I'm interested in continuing, I mean, like, I do want a family. I decided that this year, actually, that I want one. Aww. Um, and so I probably have little Miriams running around and, <laughs> um, and I mean, like I want to, uh, my goal, my ultimate goal is to, the, the thing I care about the most is to like stop human trafficking. That's like my thing, I guess, that I really care about. And so hopefully I'm doing something towards that. I'm working with that I'm trying to stop that. Um, whether that means becoming president or that means, you know, making so much money that I can just like pay for that to stop, then I'll do it. So hopefully Mm -hmm. I'll do that.
0: Is there a organization or any place you could point our listeners towards? Because that is a very, very, very wonderful cause that you are putting your energy
2: towards. Yeah, there's one that I know, but I honestly know most of the tech ones. They're trying to build technology to like stop child trafficking and things like that it's called thorn with a knee yeah so that's one company that um is trying to like build tech that you can like donate money to i think um and do stuff for that yeah
0: oh that's so good Mm -hmm. i i love a good cause we can um we'll share that with everybody that's listening and we can put it in the bio yeah Yeah. oh Oh, that we have another question. I have to ask this because I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's a fashion trend you hope never comes back?
2: Oh. Okay, well, oh, you know what? Let me think about this, actually. Okay, like, I guess I'm very into comfort. So I'm trying to think of some sort of fashion trend that's like very like restrictive. And I mean, like, it could be corsets. So let's oh. that I don't want that to come back. Um, that's anything that's point. restrictive yeah, anything is restricted. I want us to be able to be comfortable in what we wear. So yeah,
1: no fucking hoop skirts.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. None no of that.
0: Hoop skirts. I was just watching this uh show. It's I'm blanking on the name of it. It was, this was Cynthia Nixon. She's in it. It's a oh, new, right. like, period piece. And I was looking at their skirts and how they like go up in the back. And it's like all hard. I, I'm like, no, I don't ever want that. So imagine
1: yeah, that's a oh, lot of work.
0: Speaking of Cynthia Nixon, Miriam, do you watch in just like that? Just like that. I have not only
2: begun. My- <laughs> that was good. Love <laughs> that. My sister. She's like, it's not good. She made a TikTok about it.
1: So All right. after I saw that TikTok, I was like, no. So you trust TikTok when TikTok tells you, well, I guess it's your sister telling it's you. My so you sister. trust your sister. So yeah. it's different. You should okay. trust
0: your sister. But I, I'm just going to say, <laughs> but something. no. The answer is no. I heard today, okay. I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about hate watching. And I was like, oh, I don't know this because I am hate watching this show. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this show, but I love this show. Like I have, yeah. you need to watch it for this only thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. There is a total lesbian, like queer storyline that happens oh. and it's fucking amazing. And like, I'm obsessed with Che and like, you got to watch it for Che and Miranda. <laughs> and then, <laughs> that's all I have to say. If you don't watch I mean, it, no yeah. worries, But like, it's so interesting. Like I, I was listening to this hate watching things so today. I was like, it's so true. That is what I'm doing. Because I'm not watching. It's not that I don't like... <laughs> you know, I, I love sex in the city and I just felt like they did so many things wrong with this season, but I do feel like this one aspect of it, I'm like really into it. So I do, yeah. I do
1: love the one, the one thing that's great about the show. And I'll keep it really short. Cause you know, it's been like a minute, I'm sorry, Miriam, but like one last <laughs> question thing I have to just say about that is like, it, the, the show is great because it allows other generations to kind of look at the world that we're in now from a different perspective like they get to get thrown into this world and see this world of like pronouns and they and um like being a middle-aged woman and wanting to like leave your husband and marry a like and be with a woman like it's all these these things that people are now investigating like IVF I don't know I just think it's great that this the show yeah, is existing right it's now. Funny. It's great to see these characters in this setting. It's funny say.
0: because cool. I was listening to this podcast. I don't know. Do you guys listen to Girls Gotta Eat? Anyway, I was listening to this podcast. Nicole Byer. Today. Yes. No, that's not who it is. It's mm. someone else. Anyway, I've never heard <laughs> no. it before. I was listening to it today because my sister listens to it and she's like, oh, it's Miami." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a Girls from New York. Anyway, so I'm listening to the show and I'm like, I'm like, oh, hate watching. Okay, great. And then she, one girl was talking about Emily in Paris, and I was like, oh my god, I hate watch that show for sure. Because I, but but then she's like, and then I started to like it. I was like, (laughs) I think that's what happened with me. Within just like that, it's like I was hate watching it, and I was like, "Ah, I'm like mad at you. And then I just started to like it. So (laughs) maybe I should, you know, I'm advocating for the show. I don't know, (laughs) but um, but yeah. Well, anyway. And just like um, that. <laughs> listen,
1: it's it's the 22nd year of your life and we envision nothing but the best for you. I mean, I feel like we're kind of lucky that we got to talk to you a little bit, like very close to your birthday, right after the yes. Chinese New Year. Like mm-hmm. the sky is your limit, boo. You heard it here, folks like Miriam Hart. Yeah. Watch out for her. She's going to space. <laughs>
0: Miriam Hart is going to space. Yeah, Miriam, this has been so much fun. I very much enjoyed it. Um, I really hope you become president. I think you okay. make, you like subtly <laughs> put that in. I was like,
1: I would not like, know you. if I
0: become president. I'll stop human trafficking. I'm like, That's Great. It's really Do we great. start a
1: hashtag tomorrow? Like hashtag Kanye?
0: Miriam Hart for press. I'm really <laughs> into that.
2: So, you know. I did, I did ask my girlfriend, how would you feel about being first lady to like
1: a queer woman,
2: At first Swedish lady? And she said, I don't know about that. So we'll see. Ooh. I have to like get her on board. Oh,
0: Ooh, there's but time. Your, your
1: White House would be so great. She it would be so different. Like, your the White House would be like, we don't be, have rules anymore.
0: <laughs> I love your cabinet and their suits. I feel like they would be wearing the best outfits. Oh my, my God. God.
1: And your mom coming in, it'll be amazing. And your sister Thank and your brother you. and just your whole beautiful family. Thank you. Yeah, Thank William you, Harper guys. president, 20, 30 president. <laughs>